Welcome back to tomorrow's Office Talk. In episode three, we're celebrating our upsets of the week. We're also covering our big dogs of the week. So those players or teams that showed up and showed out, we'll also be covering those players or team that hurt fantasy owners, hurt fans week one. Those will be our ankle biters. Week one, dude, it was fucking awesome. Yes, sir. We're in the studio drinking champagne. Upsets of the week both hit. Cashed. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, the Jets is even a crazier one just because what happened with Rodgers. Obviously, injuries suck, and I think it would be a much better game having Rodgers in there. But that game was just intense. It was crazy. No, no, I. you are right. I wish Rodgers was in there. It would have went a different way, but I don't know for ratings. I feel like you, ha- I mean, if you weren't watching it, you were going to turn the TV on. Like, I feel like, yeah, some people may have cut the TV off when Rogers went down. Like, yeah. I'm not watching this shit. Like you thought it's going to go a certain way. If, I'm, if I was a Jets fan, when they said that he's not coming back, I, there's a good chance I would have turned that TV off. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. If you, if I was a fan, yeah. If you were a fan, would have cut the shit off. It's like, we're not going to the Super Bowl. You're just thinking about so much. You're yeah. you're emotional at that point. It's like an emotional dump because all offseason, you're like, Aaron Rodgers is going to lead my team to the Super Bowl. We're going to win the division. We're going to kick teams' asses four plays into it. But he goes down. And they even were on hard knocks. So I mean, yeah, yeah, the hard knocks hype. There's just so much hype behind like this I, team. I feel for him. It, it's crazy. But that defense is something special, dude. It is crazy. I was just texting the whole time, like, this defense is nuts. This defense is yeah. real. This defense is really, really, really real. <laughs> that was my that was my whole thing, um, picking the Jets. So, I may not have said it last episode, but at work, I'm not really worried about their offense. Like, Aaron Rodgers is there. But if their offense isn't there, their defense is going to be there. You got to think about the past two games they played because they're division rivals. So, yeah. they, they tied last year. Yep. Bills didn't score over 20 points in both games. Yep. Bills didn't score over 20 points in this game. Scored three points in the second half plus overtime. Come on. It's like that it's defense is crazy. Insane. The the Quincy Williams and Quinnen? Quinnen Williams, Quinnen his brother Williams, on the line. Yep. They were both on fire. Like yes. it was it was absolutely every level like you were saying before every level was just just going at it. Josh Allen was just throwing it to Whitehead like here. Yeah. Get that 250, bro. Like yeah. they were, I mean, what's going on with that? <laughs> Josh Allen blew that game. Insane, man. You, I mean, and Zach Wilson, he stepped up for the most part. Like he I made kinda, two big throws. Yeah, I can't imagine you're you're the solidified backup, right? Aaron Rodgers is a starter. All the hype behind Aaron Rodgers. First drive out there, he goes down. Zach, you're in. Like, How much pressure is on you? Yeah, I mean, Zach you're not expected to get in that game. No, Zach wasn't practicing with the ones. You know what I'm saying? Like the system was probably built around Rodgers. Yep. Then Zach Wilson has to go in. And I don't know if you noticed, they did show it on TV. Garrett Wilson went over to Zach Wilson and let him know, like, hey, it's on you now. You know, we're we're behind you. It's your team. Let's that. go. Or I like it's it's your this is your team for now. Yeah. You know, you you do your thing. I love I love seeing that. You know, Diggs did that on the other side with Josh Allen. Yeah. Um I don't know if that was in overtime or was that their last possession? That might have been the last possession where he Yeah, the last possession. Um, 
Yeah, I just like the teamwork. I'm all about teamwork. It, right. w- it was awesome to see. I mean, the Jets, it was pretty obvious that I don't know if they necessarily trusted Wilson with their play calling. Very like It was very conservative, very run-heavy. Um, they did let him get some throws, I think, more closer to the end. Yeah. It's like when they started letting him make some throws. Um, and, I mean, that could also be your scheming with Aaron Rodgers. And now you have any other quarterback out there. Like, it doesn't matter. You you scheme for one guy, and now you have another guy. Like, he, it's, it's hard. It's a tough, tough thing to do. I think Aaron Rodgers in there, obviously, play calling would be way different. They were playing conservative, yes. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, going to get the ball way more than Zach Wilson has the ball in his hand. Extended run plays, throwing the screens behind the line. You, it's just obvious you don't trust Zach Wilson because he doesn't have the reps with the first team. Yeah. You know, your O-line was getting destroyed. Zach Wilson made a great pass. Damn, they're on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, a great pass. That was a clutch pass. Um, Zach Wilson stepped up. I like that. And they pulled they pulled out the W. I mean, Sauce Gardner did his thing on Diggs. Diggs got the touchdown. But Sauce got the push-off. The push-off on yep. Diggs where they called it back. I like I like Sauce Gardner. Gardner. I like Sauce a lot. He is fun. Really, really fun to watch. Also, Brees Hall. That dude is a beast, man. I think with him getting injured week seven, it's like my brain just erased everything he did before that. And it's like, yeah, I don't really trust a dude who got injured, missed the whole season, questionable coming into this game. They're talking about probably snap counts, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm not. They pick up Dalvin Cook. It's like, do they trust him that much? The, the dude's a freak. He, he's he's so good. A year ago, Brees Hall was doing his thing on Running the ball. He got injured. I didn't think he would come out game one looking like that, but I would have gave, given him the ball. Many, I thought it would be kind of a balance with him and Dalvin Cook. They go to pick up Dalvin Cook, so they, they balance it. They want to make sure there's a backup for Brees Hall in case he gets injured again. Brees Hall looked like he could have took all those snaps. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see Brees Hall every play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the stats on who took the most, but I feel like Cook probably did. Mm-hmm. And that could still be the th- thing where they're limiting him because he still did come off of his injury. He still was questionable. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, if you sit there and wear defense down with Dalvin Cook, because when he – he, I feel like he's mainly known for his shorter runs. You know, he's a power back for yeah. the most part. You wear a defense down like that, and then you put Brees Hall in, who's shifty and really fast. That is a dangerous duo, dude. Yeah, I don't really know if the Bills are known for their run defense. I know their defensive backs. They're known for their pass defense, honestly. I, I feel like they're known for their pass rush Maybe not necessarily their run defense. Because run defense also has to do with your linebackers. Um, you got people that come in the box a little bit heavier. Your pass rush is mainly just your D-line. Obviously, you have blitzes and all that kind of other stuff you toss in there. Um, but I feel like their pass rush is really good, too. Pass rush, yeah. Because yeah, they throw Matt, Matt Milano in there, middle linebacker. Yep. Throwing, throwing him in there. Ed Oliver, I believe. Ed Oliver. Absolute stud. I think their whole D-line is like just full of studs. Yes. Like, it's it's crazy. Uh, but the game was awesome. It was a, it was a, When he went down... When Aaron Rodgers went down, I was like, this is going to be probably one of the worst Monday night games we get. Really? Yeah. I was like, it's – and I didn't think, like, they're going to blow them out. It was more of I just didn't expect the Jets' offense to really do anything. Granted, they didn't do much. But, like, I thought it would be, like, <coughs> Bills win 21, uh, Jets have 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Something small like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. not really a crazy, crazy game. But, no, it, it went good. And – on the other side of it, talking about the Bills, if I'm a Bills fan, I still don't think I'm necessarily worried. Obviously, it sucks to lose your home opener against a division like that. Um, 
with Zach Wilson coming in. But I feel like Josh Allen has these games four to five times a year where he just throws way too many interceptions. And this is a defense that will absolutely take advantage of every single mistake you make. And continuing on Josh Allen, I don't know how long I'm going to give him a pass because he's been with the team. I don't know how many years he's been with the team, but I feel like every year we're saying the Bills look great. The Bills are going to do something. And you start off, okay, granted, it's game one. But you start off throwing three interceptions to the same player. I I don't know if I'm thinking too deep into it, but given the history on Josh Allen, I just don't know if he can get it done. We kind of texted about this a little bit during the game. As long as he's going to the playoffs every year, you don't switch him. You don't. And and it's the other side of the three interceptions, too, because he's also going to have games where he puts up 400 yards, four touchdowns, rushes for another 50. You know what I'm saying? And and he's also not going to face a Jets defense every time. Right. Like, we also got to give this Jets defense their flowers, right? Like, this right. is a very, very top-tier defense. I've been trying to give them the flowers all week before right. this game, which is why I didn't understand where people were coming from saying they were going to get blown out. I think we erased all the history of the Jets defense because yeah. Aaron Rodgers came in. All we're thinking about is the history of Aaron Rodgers and what he can do to impact this team. So we threw out what the defense did last year. And the defense held that team to 20 points, and they beat them the other games. I think it was 20-17. to 17. I definitely liked them a lot last year. Um, I think they got better, though. Which is like weird to say. This season? Yeah. With Sa- that Sauce Gardner pickup? Yeah. Yeah. Like they got better Quentin this year. Williams? Yeah. 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 And I, th- I think, I don't know what their draft looked like, but I feel like they made moves on the offseason to get more people on their defense. Um, and it, it just got better. It just got Who was it? Whitehead, the safety that had the three interceptions. He didn't have three interceptions in a season. And he had an incentive if he got three interceptions in the season. That's <laughs> he insane. He gets 250K. I didn't know that. That's absolutely insane. He gets all of that. What a, one what a week one, dude. That's that's insane. All right, let's move on to the, the next upset of the week that also hit the Lions-Chiefs. The Lions will always be my NFC team. Colts are my number one team. Colts are my AFC team. Colts face the Lions. Colts every time. Obviously, I'm a huge Colts fan. I'm from Michigan. I always pull for Detroit. I feel like their history has just been so bad, even when they had Stafford and uh, Megatron. Like, There's just always something going on with them whether it's a head coach, whether it's their defense, whether it's their GM. Like, there's just always something. And it feels like this team is finally at a spot to at least go to the playoffs. And, like, that has to be a huge win for Lions fans. Um, and I've been telling everybody, Lions are going to beat the Chiefs. Now, I told you before that it was like kind of like a perfect recipe, perfect storm. You got uh, Chris Jones out. You got Travis Kelsey out. doesn't necessarily mean that their team was, like, crazy bad. I still think if you have Patrick Mahomes, you were telling me all week too. That's a five half a million dollar billion dollar man. Like he's gonna, he has to do stuff. Um, but this is not the same Lions team as it's been in the past five years. You got Dan Campbell, Amron St. Brown, Jared Goff fits there. Whether he's a great quarterback or not, he fits in their system. Their defense is young and full of hungry players. Their offense is young and full of hungry players. They are all bought into Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. I love this team, man. I love the Lions. They're so fun to watch. Jamar Gibbs, fast. That dude is a freak when he touches the ball. Granted, I think he only touched it like six times, something like that, maybe eight. Um, that dude is a freak on it. And, I mean, hey, it, it panned out like I said it was. I said it was going to be a very close game. I think I said they were going to win by field goal. 
obviously it's harder to predict by one point. <laughs> Field goals yeah. are way more common than one. Yeah, definitely. Um, all around, the Lions impressed me. Offense, defense, coaching. I mean, the the guts and the coach that to really? go for it. Damn, they're on your 20-yard line. Fourth and one. I mean, I love that. You know, Lions fought hard for that win. I'm not taking anything from them. The Chiefs, on the other hand, I feel like none of that was put on Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, although he probably will take accountability for that, you can see him emotionally frustrated on the field. You can see him pissed off at all those drops. I think, what, Kadarius Tony had eight drops? Eight drops? It was bad. It was bad. Tony got torn up on social media, dude. It was Bad. I mean, rightfully so. The dude loves to be on the social media. He was on social media bashing the Giants. Giants, either Giants or Giants fans, one or the other. Then you come out there and have a game like that. Granted, okay, you did return a punt. You did return a punt um, last year in the Super Bowl that won you guys the game, basically. But then you get out here game one and look like that. It's like, hold on. It's tough. And I'm going to lead into this a little bit, too. Um, any fantasy football players, obviously if you're listening to NFL podcast, you're probably playing fantasy football. Pick up Rashid Rice right now. He got 11 points. He got the first touchdown for the Chiefs, I believe, in a few decent chunk plays. Um, obviously, Tony Stocks, I don't think they necessarily skyrocket down. I still think he's going to be in that spot next game. But if you continue to see this, he's just going to he's gonna get bumped down in that depth chart. Rashid Rice is going to go up. He's a rookie. But he, he played as their best wide receiver. Yeah. Like, as a rookie, his first NFL game. Tony's been around for, what, three? I'm going to say maybe three, four years. three, four years. He might have been out a uh, majority of the season, one of those years that we're not accounting yeah. for. So yeah. maybe three or four years. But Tony, I mean, you're, you're supposed to be that vet in that wide receiver room. Yeah. I know you have, again, Valdez Scantley. But your confidence, I mean, I would have took over that. I would have took over that wide receiver room. You're coming in there like that. Absolutely. Uh, at this point, I don't – I mean, you can come back from that. one. That's one yeah. game, ton of drops. Maybe stay off social media yeah. for a week. Get out of your head. Or if you are on social media, show that you're <laughs> in yeah. the lab catching yeah. doing something to change that. Like, come on, man. I just – I didn't like that. And to give kudos to Patrick Mahomes – as always, he gets everyone involved. He gets everyone involved on the I think offense, he had, like, no at, at halftime, he had, like, seven different receivers, eight different receivers. He didn't play bad. He didn't play great. Um, yeah. Obviously, Tony had a lot to do with that. But there was there was also a decent amount of plays where he just wasn't – maybe he was emotional. You know, he was, he was shooken up, whatever it is. Um, he is a player who rides off his emotions, uh, which tend mm-hmm. to benefit him. If you watch the QB doc on Netflix, it highlights a lot of that for him. Um, he likes when people are messing with him, like getting his head. Maybe not necessarily yeah. likes it, but always likes to fire. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, I like that shit. Like I'm I'm that guy. Granny <laughs> sounds like a goofball every time he says it, but like it does something <laughs> for him. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't his best, wasn't his worst. Um, but I mean, they got Jacksonville next week. That's not an easy game to go right into. They're one of the favorites in the AFC. No. Favorites in the AFC. Tough defense. I mean, I think for Patrick Mahomes to do good, he'll need Kelsey back. Yeah. I feel like in all of his years, he's had a reliable go-to guy. I mean, he had Hill and Kelsey at one point. Yes, those are like two of the most reliable people yes. you can throw to. I mean, if one wasn't in, if one wasn't on, the other was on. Exactly. 
So now you lose Kelsey, you don't got the other guy. It's just, yeah, you were comfortable all these years. Now you got to go to someone else. I mean, he was trying. He's trying to go to seven different receivers. Who's going to yeah. be that guy? Um, before we get into kind of like a recap of the rest of the games, we kind of want to introduce a, a little segment we want to do each week where we talk about some of the big dogs of the week and some of the ankle biters of the week, people that just kind of flopped and just underperformed in general. Um, so let's go ahead and start with – let's highlight the big dogs first. Let's give the people a shine that they had good this week. Yeah, man, my big dogs, that Cowboys defense, man, I did not – I mean, granted, Insane. I think the Cowboys have one game, one game just like this every season. Yeah, I think it's always against the Giants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 40-0. to zero. Come on, I was big on Daniel Jones. I was vouching for Daniel Jones. Um, again, this is game one. I can't buy too much into it. But, damn, that I don't know if it's Daniel Jones or it's that defense, man. That, I mean, I think there was a lot, a lot of factors in this game. One, they're playing at the Giants Stadium, so it's not a dome. And it was downpouring half the time. So, like, that that's already tough to play in. Um, the Dallas defense only got better. They picked up Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Who Obviously, had an interception. He's, he's a stud. He's a vet. Reliable. He won the Colts, like, two games last year by himself with, like, game-winning plays. Um, and then they always play good against the Giants. I've personally never been high on Daniel Jones. I'm especially not high on him after that performance. And it's not necessarily that, like, I feel like he lost in the game mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, it just – you pay this man as much as he does. Because I think he's a top 15 paid quarterback at least. Yeah. And then you don't put up a single point. Like, I know you missed a field goal. Like, that's not necessarily on you, but, dude, nothing? Nothing? They were playing – the Cowboys, that is, they were playing, like, a top five defense. And at every level, they have premier players. I mean, you have – at DB, you have Diggs and you have Gilmore. Linebacker, Vander Esch, who I think he had the most tackles that game. Uh, Michael Parsons. I mean, not, dude is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Rushing. Rushing the quarterback. He was getting off the ball so fast. The offen- the lineman didn't have time to even get up in his stance to even try to block him. Yeah. Like Michael Parsons, he said he's trying to be the greatest in his position. He's on a mission. He d- it didn't show up on the stat sheet, but him rushing the quarterback, I could see that. He- he's he's on a mission. QB pressure is such an important part of the game. I don't know. I'm sure there's somewhere, probably like PFF or something, that like keeps track of that kind of stuff. But it's such a huge part that it doesn't show up like on that box score and stuff like that. It's it's incredibly important. It plays a part. That's the difference between you hitting a wide open man downfield versus you trying to get it off fast, yeah. throw it in there. Stuff. Kudos to the Cowboys, man. Forty to zero. That's big. They held the Giants sixty three passing yards. Crazy. Freaking. They only had two hundred. They only had two hundred sixty five yards total offense. Cowboys. That is. So their defense helped out big time. Yeah, Dak didn't do anything crazy. He didn't need to, so it doesn't matter. Who you got for your other big dog? Rams offense, man. Tutu okay. Atwell and Puka. Or I, if I'm saying his name wrong, sorry. Puka Nakura. Nakuro. I don't know. But Puka, he stepped up. Dude, I don't even know where he came from. Honestly, I didn't know about him before this. I think I should have. I definitely didn't. He showed I knew about Tutu, and I didn't think Tutu would have a uh, big game. While Cooper Cut was out, but I mean, I guess someone has to step up with Cooper out. Yeah, I mean Stafford didn't sing. Three hundred thirty plus yards. He's gonna give you those opportunities. I, we're both pretty high on him. You know, he was Detroit for a long time. I was actually really happy when he got traded because like this is his chance to do something. He went, he got his ring. He's still playing good. I mean, 
and then those wide receivers, they stepped up huge. They stepped up big time. I mean, I know preseason isn't – you really don't buy into preseason, but they got destroyed 41-0 to by the Broncos, their last preseason game. Lose Cooper Cup and then play the way they did game one, that's huge. That's huge. I, I'd like to see them uh, continue this into the regular season. Absolutely. <clears throat> going into my big dogs, I'm going to start with the real obvious one, Tyreek Hill. The dude's a cheat code. And, like, I know that's what everyone says, but, like, no, he like he, he seriously is. He moves at a different speed than everyone else. It's like if you were going to Madden and just give a player 99 and, like, everyone else's base speed is, like, 70 or something. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And he also just catches everything. Granted, like, if you throw it up high, he's, he's a short dude. He can only jump so high. But if you put it anywhere around him in his reach, he's probably going to snag it. The dude is a freak, and he's going to make Tua's career. I'm not high on Tua at all. Um, I think anything under 30 yards, he's pretty pretty dead accurate, mm-hmm. which is impressive. But you give him that deep ball, he's going to underthrow almost half the time, I feel like. Maybe at, at very least 30% of the time. Um, and if anyone says otherwise, they did not watch that game. Tony, right now, he should have had probably two interceptions at very least. He threw in a triple coverage like three or four times. Um, and then he underthrew Tyreek Hill for a big gain. But Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill, so he's just going to catch no matter what. Uh, and he's just a quarterback that is definitely good enough for that team to actually win something. Which, when you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, maybe you don't pay like a crazy, crazy amount for quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they're paying to a, um, but like if you're to pay Patrick Mahomes on that offense, your cap space is just gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, my my big dog for that is Tyreek Hill for sure. I like Tyreek Hill. It seems like his separation it seems like his separation has gotten better. Like almost every play he's just away yeah. from his away from his defender. Like either he's sense. running I mean every play is not just a nine route, just going just running straight. But if you're running a slant, a post, the separation has to be there, the release has to be there. That looks fluent. And that might be scary. Like, him getting those 200-plus yards, he might be able to do that every game if his release and separation is the way it is. Like, he has the speed. We know that. But there's more that comes with the speed. But he he's going to be scary for the rest of the season. But speaking just speaking a little on, too, I don't want to get off topic here. I just feel like some of the things that you spoke on, what are those expect? Why are his expectations different from a Josh Allen? They're not. So, I just feel like if we're – But that's what I'm hard- saying, like – like, with Tua, like, if they keep making the playoffs, you don't change them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't generally think – I think Josh Allen is the better quarterback, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like I said, he's like, Tua is a really good quarterback for that team. Yes. That's really all you need. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you don't, you don't need to try to trade for, like, Justin Herbert or, like, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, that'll never happen. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, the point I'm making is, as long as Tua's healthy in there, keep him there. He's going to do great with this offense because this offense is so great. And he's not a bad quarterback. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. No, I don't I don't think he's great either. You're only as good as the people around you are, in my opinion. But I think he's in the right system. I think he's got yeah. the right guys. Again, from the past season, he was on an MVP run until the injury, which I'm yeah. sad about because I really wanted to see how far he, he would have gotten. Let me get to my other big dog. Um, so we're always going to do two big dogs and two ankle biters. Um, so my second big dog is Amron St. Brown. He's probably my favorite wide receiver in the league right now. The dude is just fun to watch. Um, like when he got that touchdown against the Chiefs, I was hype. 
I was so hyped, man. He pretty much he wasn't necessarily triple covered. I think he was like double covered, and then a dude coming up from down, coming from the top down to him on that quick slant, and he just burned them. He just had three people on his tail and just burned them. And like this is a dude with top speed who can also go up and get the ball, and he's just I, I'm I'm so hyped for him every time. I'm so glad I got him in our dynasty league because I want this dude around for years. Um, and he's he's gonna have another amazing season like he did last year. Yeah, his his route running, elite. Yeah, I think that's probably his biggest thing. His route running's just crazy. It just looks so pure. And what did he have? Four or five catches in the first quarter. Yeah, I'm something like, crazy. I'm like, damn, Jared Goff loves this guy. I mean, he's making it easy for Jared Goff. It's like if you're open, I gotta go to you. Obviously, yeah. even if the play's not for you, I have to look. I have to respect you, and your route running, and your your skill all around. Exactly. I I like him, and I feel like he came onto the scene a little late. He did, but made um, an impact heavy. I think he I think he got drafted. Can't remember if it was last year, or the year before, and he kind of had a few. He was like one of those on and off type of games here and there, and then like I feel like last year he was just he was just that guy for the majority of the season. He was just that guy. Um, he had one of the top uh, fantasy points. For a wide receiver in the league, yeah, he was and really consistent. Yeah, he's super. That's his biggest thing. He's super consistent, um, and he'll probably make my big dog list again at some point this year because I'm I'm super high on this guy. He's one of my favorite. Yeah, players. I don't doubt it. I'm sure he's might be here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Moving on, we got our ankle biters. I'll go ahead and leave this one off since we were just talking about my big dogs. Um, first ankle biter, which I never thought I would say, is Joe Burrow. Joey Burr, Joe Seisty. Mm-hmm. He's actually one of my favorite quarterbacks. I know you may have other opinions because it's in division. I don't blame you. Um, but, man, I was telling someone throughout the week, it might have even been on the pod before, but I feel like every time a player gets that really nice contract extension or, like, that really nice contract, Joey, Joey Burr getting that um, highest paid player ever, he shit the bed so hard, man. Like, you can't just put up three points if you're the highest played payer ever. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, that was that was just a bad look for Joe Burrow, the offense as a whole. Coming out there, 15 shots at a third down, only converting twice. Insane. That's bad. Like, you have a wide receiver duo in the top five. T. Higgins had zero fantasy points, didn't show up. Again, that stems from the quarterback, obviously. But I can't take anything from the Browns. The Browns played their ass off. Oh, absolutely. They did their thing, division rival or not. They played their ass off. Deshaun Watson surprised me. He he did all right. Nick Chubb, we know what Nick Chubb's. He, he's one. He's probably, I want to say he's the best running back because I think McCaffrey is because of his dual threat. But as a pure running back, he's the best running back. Pure he's, running back? Yes. Yeah, just pure, pure running, running back. back yes. Best running back. But going on to my next ankle biter, because uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Bengals a little bit more later. Um it's going to be, and this is very biased because this <laughs> has almost everything to do with my fantasy league, uh, is DeAndre Swift. They went, they got him this year. I, In my head, like, okay, they got a true number one running back. Like, he can be a dual threat. Um, his receiving could probably use some more work, but his running is like, he went crazy for the Lions last year. He had one carry and, like, two catches. What, What is that? And that may not even necessarily be on him. Because he only had one carry and three targets with two catches. But, dude, what is going on with Philly with that? Like, utilize your weapon. I don't know where they're going in the future, but it's looking like they're going, to me, kind of that Bills route. I know we're just talking about the Bills a lot. 
they're going that Bills right where the quarterback is your rusher, your main rusher. You rely on your receivers, rely on your tight end. But also DeAndre Swift injured last year. Not all of last year, but he was injured. And that's where Jamal Williams was getting all of his touchdowns. Jamal Williams was in at the right time or DeAndre Swift was injured. But one carry, you got to ask, like, is there something there? That would be something to look into. Uh, yeah. Like, did I, he have a bad camp? Yeah. Like, did he just not look good and they're like, we're going to go with Gainwell or something? Yeah. I don't know. I'm still going to start him next week because in my in my stupid brain, he's still the running back one. Pretty sure he's listed as a running back yeah. one. But um, Kenneth Gainwell does have the history with the team. He does. And, I mean, maybe it's something they're going to slowly bring Swift in. Yeah. Which I kind of get, but I feel like you would at least give him like six carries, not right. one. Yeah, I don't know where one in carry came game. from. Yeah, in a rainy game too. Because they were in Boston and it was raining. I think they are in Boston. Either way, it was raining. Um, but like, what? I, I don't know, man. I'm so disappointed in that. I was very high in him. I got him in the majority of my drafts. And I just, have him in one of my. <laughs> yeah, it just it stunk, man. It really did. Um, but who do you got for your ankle biter? Uh, my ankle biter would be the Bills. I know I spoke about it a little bit. I'm not big on Josh Allen anymore. Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Loved it. Loved it. But at this point, they just seem like a regular season threat. Granted, they, they get in the playoffs, but... They normally make it past round one. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. If you're playing Bills round one, I don't want to play the Bills round, round one. Yeah. I'm not saying the Bills are just going to roll over, but I don't know how far do you want to take this Bills thing. You're paying players. You're paying Josh Allen. You're paying... Stephon Diggs. I don't know. Gabe Davis. I know his contract's coming up. Where do you want to go? The amount you're paying these players, where do you want to go? Do you just want to go to the second round of the playoffs? Or do you want to go for it all? Like that defense, you still have to pay the defense. Yep. So Aaron Rodgers goes out. Josh Allen is a veteran. You've seen all the defenses, seen your division rival before. It's like, I don't know. What, what, what are you doing out there? Throwing throwing into double, cover, double coverage like that? Come on, that's that's rookie stuff. I would expect Zach Wilson to do that, yeah. <laughs> really. Not Josh Allen. Yeah, he, I mean, I I agree. I, week one, one of the worst performances out of a quarterback. Like, especially like you're saying, a quarterback with such high expectations. I do think he'll bounce back, but that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about his week one absolute stinker, and he he was on my list too. Um, and he just you don't make those plays. Do the check downs. Do throw it out of bounds. You know, like run, run, <laughs> run a little less with contact coming because yeah. he took some really bad hits for absolutely no reason at all. Jumping in the air, like, jumping in the air, oh just slide, goodness. man, just slide. Um, I think the reason he does all that is because he is super competitive. Yeah, which like you do love to see at a certain extent. But you're neglecting but, like, your health at that yeah, point. You're also their franchise quarterback. Like you got to get that into your mind somehow. You're um, an investment. You're our. our if I was the Bills front office, our investment. Like, yeah, absolutely. Get us together. <laughs> yep. Uh, who else you got? Who do I have on there? Vikings. I'm sorry. Vikings. Just Viking teams as a whole. I'm, yeah, Vikings team as a whole. Like, I'm big on Kirk Cousins. You know, he's going to come in there. He's going to do his job. But for for Justin Jefferson to have 150-plus yards, what was it? First half? And them to struggle the way they struggled. They couldn't score. None of those 100 50 plus yards were turned into touchdowns. Like, are we glorifying receivers for their yards or the impact they make on the team? And I, that's getting in kind of another debate. But yeah, that's getting that's into awesome. another that's debate. Whole, but they were my letdown. Probably were my letdown because I placed a wager on them. <laughs> but they were <laughs> they were kind of my letdown because I was high on Kirk Cousins. 
Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Um, let's go ahead and get into our recap of the week. We'll still very, very briefly talk about some of those teams we just did. We're going to go down the list the same way we went for our preview where we put our guests. So first game, Lions over Chiefs, 21-20. Not really going to harp on this at all. Really high on the Lions. They're going to make the playoff at the very least unless some crazy stuff happens with injuries and stuff like that. And the Chiefs will obviously make the playoffs because they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Shout Thomas out Kelsey. David They're Montgomery. So, David Montgomery. Like, Did his thing. Both both those both those teams, they're, we're still going to see them in the postseason. So Now we are. Definitely. Uh, second game, I think we both predicted the Falcons to win versus Falcons versus Panthers. Uh, Falcons 24, Panthers 10. Bryce Young, I think he probably had it, – it's so hard to gauge, like, these rookie QBs off of one week. I'm going to say he had the worst performance. He was under 200 yards, two interceptions. He had his touchdown to his tight end. Um, and that's not necessarily saying, like, instant bust. I still think he will be because I think Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud will be the leaders of these two because um, they're just overall more fit to be an NFL quarterback. Um, and then you also – so you have your rookie – quarterback Frank Reich he's not a rookie head coach but he's brand new with this team everyone's brand new with him um, but the Falcons I mean th- they won like we kind of thought they would they ran all over them surprisingly Aguilar uh, Algalier? I, I really don't know how to pronounce his name I, I need to learn that either. I always say Algier yeah, which is Algier I think that's actually it I'm pretty sure that's it um, but him and Bajan Robinson that's a two-headed freak yeah dude yeah, I like I like their running backs. Again, I'm big on Cordell Patterson. Caught the short end of the stick. He actually has a position on there. The Joker. I like him. A, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. But it's just unfortunate. Yeah, I like what they got going with their with um, Algier and Bijan Robinson. Um, Bryce Young, rookie quarterback, coming into a new system, coming from college into the NFL adjusting also with a new coach obviously it would have been a new coach regardless but it's a new yeah, coach sure. coming into a new offense i wouldn't think too much into that i still like bryce young to get better he'll he'll i mean it's obviously it's two interceptions those are things to critique we'll get better next week as the weeks go on yeah he'll progress i, I don't know if he'll be a great quarterback um i think he could be that quarterback they still need to be competitive at the very least and, I mean, this year they're still going to finish last in their division, unfortunately. Yeah. But, it's just, I mean, it's a rookie team, essentially. Like, the yes. whole team's fresh for the most part. But, I mean, the Falcons, little shout-out to – it's a bad shout-out. Drake London, he could have made the ankle biters of the week <laughs> as well because he got zero yeah. points. Um, I mean, you may be able to blame that on Desmond or maybe the OC, but there's a lot of people who started Drake London week one who got zero points from him. Yes, I've seen that. I don't know if that necessarily will continue. I, I wouldn't expect him to not get a single catch next week. He's going to get something. Like he has to. He's a number one wide receiver. But that's definitely very disappointing as a young wide receiver with a decent amount of hype behind him, yes. I would say. But Falcons, they'll be competitive in that division. I honestly have no idea who's going to win that between the Bucks and the Saints. I feel like they're almost all the same team in a weird way. Like, in the fact of, like, they all have their way of winning, but, like, they're all, like, mediocre, maybe a little bit better than mediocre teams. All of them seem mediocre. Yeah. Based off the players they have. Like, they don't – they have a little bit, but not enough to, like, get out of that mediocre mediocre realm. But week one, um, Bucks did do okay. So, yeah. shout out to them. 
Yeah, I mean, and if I'm a Falcon fan, I'm excited this year. At the at the very least, you got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, your two running backs, you got Desmond, and a chance to win that division. So, at the very least, Falcon fans should be excited, considering they really haven't been in the past few years. Yeah, I think they're slowly going to progress. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, they might end up. Well, it's all going to depend on Desmond, really, if this team can actually be competitive in any kind of way, outside of their division. Uh, next game we got Ravens versus Texans. Ravens win twenty-five to nine. Um, it's no surprise Ravens won. We both predicted that one as well. I think all of America probably did. Um, pretty similar situation to the Falcons Panthers, where Houston has new quarterback, new head coach, very very young team. I think they're one of the top three youngest teams in the NFL. And CJ Stroud, he looked fine. I'm pretty sure. I think he had like two. 30-ish yards. Um, no touchdowns. The touchdowns will come. He's going to get it. If you throw for over 200 yards, you're bound to get a touchdown at some point or another, whether it's a lucky break. Um, and I always feel like with rookie quarterbacks, once they get that first one, it's just kind of like it flows. like a breath of, yeah. breath of air. Like, it's just, this is it. Like, let's get going. Um, you know what to do. Kind of, you know what to do to get that next one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, CJ Shadd was running a lot, which it's a little scary, but... There's so many factors that go into that. Um, and he did fine while running. So that's actually kind of upside on it as well. I think he had the second best QB performance. Um, going into halftime, it was actually 7-6, which is pretty impressive. There were some struggles from the Ravens. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson didn't have a great game. They won that game 25-9, yes. But Lamar did. I That was the Lamar I've seen in you know recent years. Again, week one, but... I mean, he also didn't have Mark Andrews, who notably his most, like, I'm not saying he's as good as Kelsey, but, like, as far as Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey goes, yeah. it's Lamar and Andrews. Like, that's Their the chemistry is high. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to affect him when he's not out there. And it, and to speak on not having Andrews, it just seems like early in the seasons, every season, they have that injury bug. They lost yep. Gus Edwards. I mean, not yep. Gus Edwards. I'm sorry. J.K. Dobbins who we talked about as the Ravens front office, do you pay this guy because he can't no. stay He can't stay healthy? That's what no. we were just talking about in a previous episode. Yep. Um, I always say stay away from Ravens running backs when it comes to fantasy. I will die on that hill until they prove me otherwise. And, like, obviously it sucks when it, a player gets injured for the season. If everyone was healthy, the NFL would just be awesome. Like, you just have stud yes. star players always playing. Um, but unfortunately, like it, it comes down to a business aspect of it too. If you're that Ravens front office, you don't, you, you can't, you, you can't do it. You got to get some kind of running back in there. Whether you draft one this year, you pick up one of the free agents. You got James Robinson, Cream Hunt. I think Cream Hunt would be amazing on this team um, because he can run and, and catch. Then you got Lamar who can scramble, throw. Like it just kind of adds that dynamic to it. It's just I expect a little bit more out of the Ravens here. Yeah, I kind of added my um, business spin on it, too, in one of my fantasy leagues. I picked up Gus Edwards. I picked him up just in case Jake not, – not necessarily just in case he gets injured, but they kind of have a one-two punch with J.K. and Gus. Yeah. But being that J.K. is out now, obviously Gus goes to that one, so it's a little bit more pressure on him. Can he stay healthy? Because I think he was injured a year ago. He had an injury. Maybe two years – I don't know when he came into the year because I felt like they were just going through running backs. They ended up having mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Um, but, I mean, the Ravens, at the end of the day, they still won it. Still a, a one-in-the-win column. Um, 
we'll kind of get into a preview next episode of next week. I kind of have the Bengals a little tease. I think the Bengals are going to be competitive in that one. Um, but Did you say Bengals-Ravens? Yep, play? that's next oh, week. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a good game. Texans, it's also one of those teams like you got a young quarterback, you got a new head coach. The game wasn't fantastic. It wasn't terrible. You got a lot to look forward to on the season. Um, as a Colts fan, I hope CJ Stroud to bust. As an NFL fan, as a football fan, I wanted the Colts to draft him. I think I said that in the one of the previous episodes. Um, because I felt he was the most NFL ready. We got Anthony Richardson, who I'm still very high on, very happy about. But I still hope it falls apart there, just because I don't want <laughs> I don't want CJ Stroud turning out how I pictured him with the Colts. I don't want that. It's not fun. <laughs> Next one, I feel like it's probably like the third biggest upset of the week, with the Browns versus Bengals. Browns 24, Bengals three. We talked about this a little bit, obviously, with Joe Burrow being an ankle biter, just sucking eggs week one. Um, at the same time, you really can't sleep on this Browns team. Like overall, they're a very solid, young, relevantly young team. Um, they got Deshaun Watson. He he didn't do that great the first half. To be fair, no one in that game did, except for maybe the defenses. But he started to show flashes of his old self. Divisional game. Me being a Steelers fan, I could care less about the outcome. But me being unbiased, obviously, me yeah. being a football yeah. fan. <laughs> oh, that freaking Bengals just stunk it up. I didn't expect that at all. Joey Burrow getting the paycheck, getting the big payday, coming out playing motivated. Obviously, you got your odd man. T. Higgins is not going to be there. So T. Higgins, you know, he had zero points. Looking at how they played, it's almost making me mad a little. <laughs> it's making me mad. It's like guys are just in the freaking Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, last year they started off kind of the same way. They lost to the yeah. Steelers week one, lost to the Cowboys week two. Maybe, like, it's just something about these players. They just need, like, those reps. Maybe it has something to do with preseason where they don't really play in preseason. This is almost like a, like, just get it together type of week. Yeah, like a wake-up call. Yeah, next week might be the same thing. Who really knows? Um, But, I mean, there's no way this team, like, loses like this all year, to be fair. The Bengals, they have a very, very good offense. Um, Their defense is it's not terrible. It's solid. They are on the better side, which is why they got to the Super Bowl. I, I don't think there's a team out there that's get, getting or have gotten to the Super Bowl without a good defense. Bengals are one of those teams. Bengals also turned one of those teams where I really like the team. I'm starting to dislike their fans. Why do you <laughs> say? They're just obnoxious on social media. The whole who day. And oh, like yeah. When, when they win, they go crazy. When they lose, it's like they never existed. No. I mean, if you're going to be all over social media going crazy, you got to own it too. That's why I like, be care. That's why I'm careful on social media. Yeah, man. you got you got to be. I mean, <laughs> like, at, at the same time, like sometimes that shit sucks. Yeah. That game sucked. You just got to own it. You're still a Bengals fan. Yeah. You're gonna root when they go good. Take the shit when they lose, man. I hate when te- people don't take the shit when their team loses. Some people can't take the shit, man. <laughs> Some people can't take the shit. <laughs> um, but I'm that whole division is gonna be very interesting to watch this year. Very, very interesting. I'm curious to see how the Browns do against other divisional opponents. Yeah, I'll have a, obviously I'll have an eye on that. Being a Steelers fan, I, mean, I, th- I think Steelers match up well against the Browns. Browns, because <clears throat> it could be one of those lower scoring kind of grinded out games. Um, I mean, if the Steelers defense plays like they did the past few years against the Bengals, it's similar to how that Browns defense played. So I'm interested. Yeah, those division games. 
our division specifically go a certain way each time. Yeah. Next game, we got the Jags versus Colts. The score was actually pretty much what I predicted. I don't think I said like 21-30. I think I said like 20-something, 30-something would be the final score. Uh, But, man, as a Colts fan, I'm happy with this loss, as weird as it sounds. We were leading all of the third quarter, I think a little bit of the fourth, and then just a few bad plays, a few mistakes kind of just went the wrong way um, and then ended up being 31-21 at the end. Um, But Anthony Richardson looked very calm and collective, which is like my biggest thing because it was weird. It's almost like when I was watching the game, like as I was starting, I was like, what would it feel like to be a rookie quarterback? Um, I don't know how much he pays attention to social media stuff, but you got people saying he's inaccurate. He only played one season at uh, UF. Like he's not going to be good. He's going to be a bust, all this and that. And then you come out, you throw 200 something yards, rush for 40. You have a, a touchdown in the air. Granted, that was mainly Michael Pittman taking a screen in the house. Still a touchdown. Um, and your first touchdown's a rushing one, too. Like, he looked really good. He, I'm not saying like he was like a top QB of the week. For a rookie debut, I think I would give him like a B plus. He had his one interception, which wasn't really that bad of one. It wasn't like one of those stupid, like, why the hell did you throw that? It was like, if it was three inches higher, the play goes on. It's one of those. Um, and yeah, he still does have some accuracy issues, but he just played his first NFL game and threw one interception. Josh Allen just threw three. Yeah. Granted, different defenses and stuff, but like, you know what I'm saying? His decisions were not bad, and that's what I really like to see. Yeah, I don't. I really don't buy into anything that is said into the said in the media. I don't think he does either. He seems no, like a, so. a calm guy. He seems like a poised guy. He's all about his fans. He gets out there. He seems on the field. He seems calm. Just running out of the backfield, scoring that touchdown says a lot. These, these are small things. It's like the end zone's right there. He ran it in. But no, these are just think. I think he played very well. Had the turnover before a rookie quarterback's debut. Played very well, and I would love to see him throughout the season. And a few other things that may really hype on him. Um, one, you kind of see that fire when he's playing. Granted, I think it might bite him in the butt a little bit his rookie year. Um, that last drive where the Colts were going, it wouldn't have tied everything, but it would have gone to a field goal. Um, he rushed it back-to-back. His first one, he ran through like five guys. Like He was pushing that. He wanted that shit. Um, the second one, the pocket collapsed fast. He went to do the same thing. He runs hard, and he gets upset when it doesn't go well. Um, but when that next play comes, it's like it's reset, which is awesome. Um, he had an interview before the game, and they said, are you feeling any pressure going into this game? And he said, pressure's for the unprepared. Shit like that, that gets me. You know what I'm saying? It's like getting into that mindset, if he's really in that mindset, that pays out well. Yeah. And it was awesome to see. Also, for rookie debut uh, quarterbacks for the Colts, um, he had the best. From Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. They both threw three interceptions in their first debut. Not saying he's going to be a Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck. I'm just saying it's like even the greats have really bad rookie debuts, and his was – pretty pretty good on the flip side with the Jags I'll always hate the Jags I live in Jacksonville so I cannot (laughs) stand the fan base even more Um, every time I go to a game I pay every year to see the Colts lose to be realistic they'll probably lose again this year I just give them money for absolutely no reason but our defense played pretty pretty damn good against them DeForest Buckner had a game Quiddy Pay he's our defensive end uh, his third or second year now 
Um, he had a sack. He had some pressures. He looked really, really good. We intercepted him once. Should have been twice. He threw it right to one of our defenders, but he bobbled it and it fell. Um, I think the Jags still win this division. I think the Colts finished second now, especially seeing how competitive they were with them. Um, and obviously the Colts will just progress. Um, and then years to come, this is going to turn into a really deep rivalry. It already kind of was to an extent. Colts really mopped up the Jags for the majority of the years, if we're being honest. Um, but it's going to be fun. If I'm a Jags fan, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous about As this. As a Jags fan? As a Jags fan, I'm a little bit nervous because they were losing that whole third quarter. Two things I was looking after or looking forward to in this game. I was looking at Richardson's play and Calvin Ridley's play. I will give him his credit. He looked way better than I expected. Mainly because, obviously, he was good with the Falcons, but he didn't play for two years. Right. Like, that's the biggest factor. It doesn't matter who you are. That's, like, a huge... That's a huge issue. Playing an NFL no. game, yes. Uh, granted, you're training, Yep. but it's, it's different from a game. Game reps, yeah. training reps, way different. Yeah, and he he balled out. Yeah. He did really, really good. He's freakishly fast. He's a good player. Um, I feel like they, whether it was the Colts defense doing good against other receivers or not, um, I feel like they should have targeted like Kirk maybe I a little was, bit more. That's what I was they went for Zay Jones. He had that really good touchdown. I'll give Trevor Lawrence his credit. That ball was perfectly placed, and it was perfectly caught by Zay Jones in that zone. Um, so I'll definitely give him the credit there. But, like, where was Kirk? Watching the Jaguars and watching Calvin Ridley's return, you're thinking about who's going to take less of the reps. You're not thinking it's going to be Kirk. But if you also put it into perspective, the type of receiver Kirk is. Christian Kirk was your go-to receiver while Calvin Ridley was out. I don't think... Christian Kirk is a better route runner than Calvin Ridley. And Zay Jones is a faster receiver. And I also think he's a quicker receiver than Christian Kirk. So maybe Zay Jones is open when Christian Kirk is not. And Calvin Ridley's not. Maybe just it's just those those little things where you have to think about. Like I won't buy into I have Christian Kirk on my team, so I was upset about it. But I won't buy too much into it. I think they still have threats. Also, you have yeah. Evan Ingram. I, as much as I hate the Jags, I've always liked Evan Ingram. I thought it was a fantastic pickup by them. They extended him. I like this guy a lot. His blocking is, it's solid. Nothing bad, nothing good, or nothing great, nothing bad. Um, But he can catch the ball. Yes. And he can run routes really good. He is a really good tight end for this team to have. And I'm, I'm pretty high on him. I hope he does good. I think their last few games, one of their last two games, they needed to win those last two games. I think it was or the last three games. I think he had 100-plus yards in that game. Like, he stepped up that game. I didn't see that from the rest of the season, like a 100-plus game. Yeah. But it's like, damn, this guy wants to go to the playoffs. Like what? Yep. Or he wants to get that extension. He showed up. Yeah, he earned it. He earned that extension. He's for good. sure. And I, ho- I hope he does good. But, yeah, I'm excited for the, the Colts' progression. I'm excited to see what they could do with Anthony Richardson. My expectations still are not the playoffs. After the game, Anthony, they asked Anthony Richardson how, they felt, how he felt they did, or he did. And he said, we didn't win, so I didn't do good enough. Which, it's a positive and kind of a negative to me because I don't want him getting in his head thinking like, man, I just, I I fucking sucked. We lost because he didn't. So I I hope that dynamic's there to where it's like that competitive in him speaking like, we need to win. I want to win. Let's go win. Not like, I lost us that game. Can I do this? Um, So that's kind of something I'll keep an eye on. But we'll see. I could also be dramatically overthinking it. But I've really been trying to pit myself in his head. Yeah, I'm not saying we're this, on the same page there, like me and Richardson. But I can say I 
I do struggle with losses. Like, I want to win so much. Like, if I, if it's anything other than a win, I'll put it on myself. And it's not about me being down. It's about me wanting to win so bad. It's like, okay, I'll figure out what's going wrong, what's going on to hinder me from winning. Getting to this loss, what do I have to do? Let's go back into the lab and reconstruct things. So I think it's accountability. And I also think it's him being for the fans, like that people person. Look, it's on me. I'll go back and work on myself and get it there. And that's a team thing. I see him being a captain. Um, yeah, he's I not. Mean, he was voted. If, he was voted by the players. He is a captain. That's yep. what a captain's supposed to do. Okay. It's on you. And you rally your players. Once those people that are not captains see that, then they'll work on themselves. Yeah. Like, okay, this is someone I can get behind. Yeah. And yeah, think about it as another player like where you're like, I if you're someone who actually played bad and you see someone who played good saying that, it's like, damn, I really got to. I got to get my shit together. Yeah. Like that sends a message. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm very excited. He he outplayed my expectations and I it's fun to watch. Win or lose, it was fun to watch and I just can't wait. All right. Moving on to the next game. We won't talk on this one too much just cuz we kind of already did. It's the Bucks versus Vikings. Bucks win 20, Vikings 17. Um this is I would assume a pretty big upset. I don't know like what the money lines were and stuff. Um people were really down on Baker. I don't think Baker's bad. I think he needs a system to fit him necessarily. Um, and I mean, this Bucks defense is good. This Bucks offense is good, and the Vikings just sometimes Vikings. I I don't know how much money I'd pit on, like or thought I'd pit into them losing this game. They could also just been a really bad matchup. Um, obviously, I hope the Vikings keep losing so Detroit wins that division and they go high. Um. But I mean, Bucks have studs. Like it shouldn't be that big of a a shocker. Like it, it's a shocker, but it shouldn't be as big as a lot of people have it, in my opinion. Yeah, I think solely people were looking at quarterback situation, quarterback situation, and the receiver situation. But if you if you think about, I'm speaking on the Bucks. But if you think about yeah. the Bucks, they have a to me a complete team. A quarterback isn't all the way there. Baker Mayfield still has some growing to do but who doesn't but to me the Bucks have always been a defense even before Tom Brady like they've always been a defensive team yeah. that defense has carried what was it with Jameis Winston they were carrying that team so it's not too much of a shock but I did expect more from the Vikings yeah I I absolutely agree I mean I pretty sure I predicted the Vikings to win but just so many people are so shocked also, a little shout out to the Bucks defense. Vita Vea is by far one of my best or my favorite players. That dude's a stud. He's a beast in the, the defensive tackle, dude. You got Vita Vea on the line, Devin White at linebacker. Devin White. That team, that that defense, I should say, is really good. Like yeah. they're they don't just roll over. Although Justin Jefferson got a hundred plus yards in the first half, that guy's gonna get his points. Or that guy's gonna get his yards. Okay, now look how the game plays out. He's getting all those yards, not turning it into points. That's a win for the defense. That's I'm okay with that if I was a in-game time. I'm okay with that as a Bucks coach. Like, that guy is a very talented player. Number one receiver in the league, doing his thing. It's You're not stopping him, but you can try to your best. To yes. And he didn't get a touchdown. They limited him in one aspect of it. Um, fantasy speaking, if you don't have Addison – and he is available somehow in your league, Vikings wide receiver too. Yep. 
pick him up. Um, I don't necessarily think he'll have like each week have like 16 or 17 points, whatever he got. Um, but he's a rookie. He performed really well in his first game. If Justin Jefferson ever goes down, he's instantly the number one. Um, so I mean, like dynasty, even redrafts, if you can get him, even like for a dirt cheap trade, you you should. Like you definitely should. Thinking about Baker as a backup quarterback now. I mean, it's not bad. Like, if you ever need him for a bye week, yeah. it's not going to be terrible. It, he probably won't get you, like, 25 points. Probably get you, like, between 15 and 18. Yeah. I'm, my average for quarterbacks, I mean, I have Patrick Mahomes, so he should be giving me over 25 points. But my average for quarterback, 20 points. Yeah. But if I have a top five quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Over a different yeah. story. Um, Moving on to the next game, we got kind of a stinker. I'm being honest. It was the Titans versus Saints. Saints win 16 to 15. Tannehill threw three interceptions. Saints defense is solid. Their D line is amazing. Their backfield, it's it's good. It's not bad. It's good. Um, and I kind of feel like they're the same team, just AFC and NFC version of each other. And I I don't know. Like, if you're looking at the division, you're like, wow, Saints start off good. They start with a win. But they, like, barely beat a Titans team. We turned the ball over three times. And quite frankly, I don't think they're good. The Saints, that is, right? Uh, the Titans. I don't think the Titans are good. You got Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the league. You got D-Hop, who did absolutely nothing in that game. Uh, you got Burks, who was his sophomore year. I wasn't high on him his freshman year. Um, their defense is solid. They definitely have a pretty solid defense. Top 15, for sure. Um, but, man, I just – I don't know. I don't know how – I, it doesn't feel like a win for either team. That that Saint team, that Saints team. Uh, speaking on the running backs, Kendra Miller inactive, Kamara out for the four games. Derek Carr coming into the new offense, have to gain chemistry with who's their receiver one? Chris Olave, uh, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Yes, Michael Thomas and Olave. You have to get the chemistry there. You do. Which I don't know. I expected more from them. It might have been a pass heavy. I don't even know who they had at running back, who their running back three is, but it might have been a pass. Jamal Williams, that's right. I forgot yeah. about he's, Jamal. He's, I, I could not. He's how a fun could dude. I forget about him? Yeah. Um, such a big anime guy, always himself. Touchdown yeah, just, animal just him, which from is a year awesome ago. Yeah, he, he's a workhorse. I, I like yeah. him. Um, I think Saints have a pretty good chance at winning that division. I would take them over the Falcons and then Bucks. I kind of feel like it's almost a coin flip. Just because the Bucks defense is so good, and I always Bucks, feel like they yes. play really good in yeah, division. I, the Bucks, yeah, they they they're just one of those teams that like they're gonna play their division no matter who it is in their division. I think they're really really well. Honestly, so. I think their defensive coordinator, if it still is Todd Bowles, uh, Todd Bowles, I think there is that is their defensive coordinator has their division's number. Like he knows how to scheme against those divisional yeah, games, in those divisional games. I'm I like the Bucks defense like. I really like them more than their offense, more than as a team. Yeah. But I'm a defensive guy, so I might be biased. Yeah. Um, speaking of Titans' future, Tit- Titans? I don't know what their future holds, man. At at this rate, I think they're going to be the third best in the AFC South behind the Colts. Um, Colts normally play them well for the most part, even like when we don't have much going for us that season. We normally play them well. And our run defense was really good last game. If they're not passing like they didn't do last game, they're relying on Henry. We, you can't stop Henry, but it's one of those players you can slow him down or like hold him to under certain stuff, whether it's holding him 
under a certain amount of touchdowns, under a certain amount of yards. Um, but if they continue to play like that, it, yeah, it's I don't not know. Good. I, I feel like it's not good at all. They don't have the tools. The faci- I don't think they have the facilities to get to that next step. Like in the playoffs, go make a deep push or make a deep run and get to the Super Bowl. I feel like I don't. They need some type of rebuild. Like you gave up AJ Brown. Yeah. Like you were kind of starting to rebuild there. I thought they were going into the rebuild phase, but then just kept Henry Burks. I guess he was, you know, playing better. And Tannehill, is this your franchise quarterback? I don't know. You you have um, Malik. What was it? Willis, and I think they have Levis. Did yeah. They draft Levis. Yep. I think he was inactive. Yep. Will Levis. I don't yep. know. I th- and I also I don't know how much. I need to look more into it. I'm also second-guessing if I she didn't mention it, but I did see some maybe trade talks around Derrick Henry, like getting pieces. Like maybe. Yeah, okay. I think this is his last contract year. So, he, I mean, if you're going to yeah. trade him, this is probably when you do it. You don't re-sign him, then trade him. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting. For sure. I mean, their running back two is not bad. Chazzy Spear, I, I think I, his name is. Is that the same Spears guy they were like calling that? like a um, Mark Henry two or like yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, something like that. Yeah. Derrick Henry. So I think I said interesting. Mark Henry. <laughs> My bad. Got a different. Yeah. Derek got Henry. a different. <laughs> different. Get Mark Henry running back there, dude. It'd be a new fridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next game, and this one's gonna yeah, suck, man. man. It's you know what it is. Niners 30, Steelers 7. Yeah, man. I'm, Look, I was no, you just dodging the all the questions at work. Um, I went. I took a new route into the office. Like I, I came up the back. Yeah, I came up the back steps. People noticed <laughs> I came that. came up the back steps. Which is so straight. funny. I probably showed up. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll be there at 930. I probably showed up at 925. Took the back steps. I don't know. Walked a different route just to get to my desk. I'm like, man. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers. We, as a Steelers fan. We had high expectations for the Steelers, being that went 3-0 and in the preseason. Kenny Pickett had a perfect QBR. The team as a whole just looked like, I don't know, they looked like a complete team. The defense was there. Offense was gaining some chemistry. Like, we trusted each other. Then to get out there and just roll over. I have to give props to – it's hard to, but I have to give props to the 49ers. I mean, Brandon Ayuk looked like fucking Jerry Rice. I mean, <laughs> dude, they look like one of the best teams in the NFL, which, granted, I feel like every time it comes near the end of the season, they always do because their defense is always like a top-five defense no matter what. Um, I feel like they're always played yep. by injuries, which kind of hurts them early and mid. But, man, they played – they came yes. out like mid-season form. It was it was crazy. It the Steelers were caught off guard. Um, I don't like. I'm not saying like the Steelers suck. I just think it was like one team came out hot and ready. The other team came out just. I don't, I wouldn't even say flat. Just like yeah, the first week. You know what I'm saying? Like week one. Yeah. Brock Purdy came out there. I mean, looking like it was crazy. He wasn't injured. Looking like he had. Yeah. Yeah. McCaffrey 152 McCaffrey yards on the crazy. ground. I mean, we have a fucking good run defense, which was. I mean, I don't know. Put to the test there. Um, Brandon Ayuk. I don't know what Patrick Peterson was doing all the talking in the media for. These new receivers, man. 
these new receivers are crazy <laughs> freaks, bro. Patrick They're Peterson. Freaks. Look, I'm granted he almost had the pick on Brock Purdy, but IU yeah just looked like a fucking superstar. He looked like the best player on that yeah. team. Yeah, I didn't expect yes. it. I thought Debo, if anyone was going to have a good game, it would be Debo. I mean, it was Ayuk by that far. That game was hard to watch. I think the Steelers the Steelers' next game is going to be really important for the fact of if Kenny yeah. can bounce back after something like that. Just like, that's a very – Getting beat up at home is crazy. Like, going through – those people – Yeah. You have to erase it. You got to erase this from your memory if you're a Steelers player. Like, just – it never happened. Your own one this game yeah. never happened. That's what I'm trying Bear to it. do, but I still hear about it. So he has to do the same. I mean, going around. Oh, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna hear about it till like week three or Hopefully four. Hopefully, he can so. bounce back. I mean, we're losing. We lost Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, getting surgery. Uh, Hayward yeah. is gonna be out right. To yeah, such we have a couple of injuries. He's such a stud. Moving on to the next game, we're gonna bury that game. Um. I don't want to talk about this one too much. It's one of those stinker ones. Uh, Cardinals, Commanders. Commanders win 20 to 16. Like, they should have won like 20 something to zero. The Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. And this game was way yeah, too close for comfort if you're a Washington fan. Because Washington comes in with some, I want to say like playoff yes. expectations, but like a middle of the pack team expectations, which is good for Washington. It's like a, a positive sign towards their kind of rebuild they've been doing. Um, yeah, Sam Howell, you really want to see what he can do. He had that bad, I think it was a fumble, that had the Cardinals score a touchdown. Um, his, it just sucked. I, I, I'm second-guessing the stuff I thought about the Commanders. Mm-hmm. He's got Scary Terry, who's one of my favorite wide receivers. <laughs> first of all, top-tier nickname. It's insane. He can catch anything you throw to him for the most part and barely beat the Cardinals, who have a new head coach. I think Josh Dobbs was their quarterback. Like, it's – to me, no, it's it did, not didn't a great look win good. Um, me personally, knowing being from that area, knowing the history of the Washington um, Commanders, they just blow. Usually, they blow games like this. They usually blow games that they're supposed to win by a landslide. But this didn't really shock me. I was kind of nervous the whole game. Like, what, what's what's going on? We're, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like the Cardinals look so like they could have won that. I don't know. Point. I had I seen a bunch of my um, friends from that area, the Maryland area, at the game one, at game one, or at this game, this past game. I'm like, damn, those tick, those tickets must have been cheap. They sold out. I mean, they must have been cheap. Dude, they sold out fast. Yeah. That new ownership brought hype with it. But I'm I'm not gonna watch the Cardinals much at all this year. But I am gonna kind of keep an eye on the Commanders because I. I expected more. Huh. I expected a confident win, not necessarily like forty to zero, like yeah. Cowboys, but like an a, assertive like, win. Hey, yep. we're the better team. Mm-hmm. To me, this isn't the better team. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, hey, you were the ones that Definitely. had a few better plays. Didn't see That's that. it. I mean. Moving on to the next game. Um, this was a pretty big shocker to me. Packers, Bears. Packers won thirty-eight. Bears twenty. I just want to apologize to Bears fans. Like you. You get rid of their guy. Like, you don't get rid of him, but, like, they get rid of Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? The Jordan oh, Packers Lennon, fan. Question okay. marks. You're like, is, there's no way he – yeah, like, he, there's no way he comes out and just lights us up. Like, we got Justin Fields who ended on a really high note. 
We traded. We got DJ Moore. We got some first round draft picks. Our team improved on the offseason. And then you kind of just get your ass whooped by the Packers. I think that's. I think that's suck. somewhat. The same thing we did for the Jets. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers. We ignored their defense. The Packers. The Packers lose Aaron Rodgers. We ignored their defense. Packers still have a great ass defense. Jair Alexander is on that damn they defense. Do. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's one of the best still defenders there. in the league. That, that team. It was just a quarterback change. I mean, quarterback. Yes, it, Jordan Love looked. Good. Yes, he was putting throws he looked on the really money. He good. looked like this is what I've been training for. I haven't been around. I haven't been behind Aaron Rodgers for nothing, not learning anything. And he looked like he wants to take over that yeah. team. Like if I see that week two, okay, I'm gonna buy into the hype. You know, again, I don't know. Yeah, same. this is and I apologize to. I don't know those I spoke to in the past about the Bears. I don't know why we were putting so much hype behind them. They ended so good. Like, they didn't, like, end, like, winning a string of games. They end Justin Fields showing he could be a starting quarterback. And, like, as a Bears fan, that's where that hype came from for them. Because they really haven't had, like, an exciting quarterback in recent memory at all. Like, Mitch Trubisky was their most exciting one recently. Because he went to the playoffs once, I think. Yeah, I don't know. if that like He just didn't do enough for me the past season with, with the three wins. To just go into Green Bay, your rivals, rivals you, that the Green Bay usually yeah. um, takes over that rivalry. They do take over that rivalry. I just didn't see enough, and I think we might have gave them too much hype. We'll see them continuing on, and they yeah. look like they lost confidence in the game. They just look defeated, the Bears, that is, the Bears receivers. They, I mean, Claypool is supposed to yeah. – sh- no, actually, shout out to Mooney. Mooney, he he played well. Claypool, I just don't know. I, <laughs> I don't like him. I didn't like him when he was on the Steelers. I didn't like that they traded for him. I do not like Claypool. People are roasting him on social media for how he played. I'm not a fan at all. I will buy zero stocks in the Claypool at any point. He can have a game where he has yeah. 100 yards and two touchdowns. That's a fluke to me. I don't know, you know what's what saying? going like, on. I, I was high on him you know, when he was with us. He got rid of him. He just couldn't get it together. Yeah. Like, I was still rooting for him with the Bears first season no. with him. Couldn't get it together. If I'm a Bears fan, don't be too worried. He lost by 18. The Packers are still a good team, like you were saying. Jordan Love looked really good, so that's a little scary if you're a Bears fan. Um, but if you're midway through the season and you're yeah. losing like this more than you're winning or, like, having closer games, be concerned. Because something's not right. Yeah. Whether it's your coach, whether it's your GM, whether it's your quarterback, your defense, whatever it may be, if this is a trend that keeps going, I'm sorry, Bear yeah. fan, man. You got another, you got another decade things, ahead of you. That's going to be rough. Yeah, unless you tank for Caleb Williams. But you got Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. I would another year, in my opinion. I he's wouldn't give up one. Not a rookie, soon. but he's a sophomore. No. Um, moving on to the next game. Nothing too crazy. Raiders, Broncos. Raiders went 17-16. to I'm um, pretty sure I picked the Raiders to win this one. It was a lot closer than I thought. It was lower scoring than I thought. Um, Russell Wilson Did didn't look terrible compared to last season. He he was completing his passes. Um, obviously, still not enough to win. You got Sean Payton. It would have been nice to come out of there, beat a division rival like that. Um, but, I mean, yeah. 
I think the Raiders offense. are still the better team. Like yeah. I said before, I think they just got more pieces. Jerry Judy didn't play. Yep. That's a huge piece of that offense. Um, and I I do feel like next time they meet, Broncos could yeah, win. Dep- I mean, it's just still they just split to respect it. that Raiders offense. Although they're, I don't know, the chemistry is yeah. not fully there yet. It will develop. It's it's so hard for a brand yeah. new QB to come out game one yeah. and just have an instant chemistry with anybody. It's it's so ins- you never see it really. I think the Raiders it's, it's will be fine. Rare. Um, and to be fair, this is a battle for third place mm-hmm. in that division. It's between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, it will always be as long as you got definitely. Mahomes, um, so. I think Raiders are fine. I mean, Raiders will are going to be third, but they still have some time. Like I don't know, they have their pieces, but you're not beating. Yeah. you're not beating Chargers or Chiefs. They're just too no. complete. Your your season, even if you do beat them once, your season won't be good enough yeah. to, to beat them in the division. Unfortunately. Um, moving on to the next one, we got Dolphins Chargers. <laughs> what a game! That was so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, probably won't talk about it too much because we kind of did when we talked about Hill and stuff. So I'm kind of going to lean on the Chargers a little bit more here to talk about. Um, Herbert, he looked like Herbert. I feel terrible for him because for some reason, every time I watch the Chargers, they're in a fourth quarter nail biter. Yeah, with a defense like that, it's crazy. And I mean, that's gotta suck. It's a cardiac Chargers, I, man. It's, it's that's tough. a great defense. Obviously, you have to account for a Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. It's hard to stop those two. But I don't know. You got to step it up if you're gonna be one of those great teams. Which they can move over from good to great, I think. But you have to win those games. Those are the teams that you're gonna. Those are the yes. teams you're gonna play in the playoffs. So y- you have to figure out how to win that. Yep. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm always nervous about uh, Chargers wide yes. receivers. They get hurt every season. Mike Williams almost got a concussion on a play I, where he wasn't involved in it in any way. He ran into another dude, and it panned to him, and he's laying I, on the ground looked dead. I don't like his conditioning. Like, I don't like his health. Like, nothing against – I guess nothing against him at all. It's just he seems unlucky. Yes. He, he's kind of like Dobbins, in my yes. opinion. Like, at a certain point, you have to move on. It's not worth it to pay him what you pay him. And wide receiver Keep him there three is going to miss good. half the like, season. Come on. Yeah. And, and they end yeah. up at the end of the year having more snaps than him. You can't. You got to move on, man. It sucks. You got to move on. Um, but as a Chargers fan, keep in mind you put up 34 points. This team is still good. Um, I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is on coaching, personally. I know you face – it's it's hard to gauge, too. You face the Dolphins, who's a top-five offense because of Hill and Waddle. Um, that's all I'm going to say on their offense again. But it's not – no. The worst case scenario no, for week no, one. I don't think so either. Put it I think way. you go in the film room, clean some things up, you'll be fine. Yeah. Right, moving on to the next game. Um, this one went kind of how I expected it. Eagles-Patriots. Eagles win 25, Patriots 20. Pretty sure I said they're going to have a really competitive game. Um, you give Bill Belichick up for the week one to scheme against stuff, he's going to scheme. He's probably the greatest coach of all times. He's a really, really good coach. Um, it was wet. It was in Gillette. Uh, and it was just a tough game. Darius Slay had that pick six. Probably my favorite cornerback. He has been since he was on the Detroit. That dude's a stud. I like watching him a lot. Um, Eagles 
I wouldn't worry about having that close to the game yeah. with the Patriots because the Patriots will play like this all year. They're going to have close games with every team they play. Um, and they probably won't make the playoffs, but they'll just be one of those teams that probably yeah. upset a team and knock them out I of the playoffs because they're just I do agree. They're, they're um, solid. Patriots will, will play like this all season, close games, and consistent, though. They'll be close games, but they'll like yeah. either win or lose. So – I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, yeah, it's like you won't be deflated because mm-hmm. you just lost like thirty to four, yeah. or not four, I guess like thirty to three or something. Um, but like you'll be in it; it'll be exciting if you're a Patriots fan. You're never you'll. There's no way they ever get back to how it was with Belichick and Brady. That's a generational thing that happened. It's and very, I'm, very. I wouldn't very, even be upset about the loss that. because, it's, for one, it's the Eagles' great offense. Great defense, Super Bowl ready, Super Bowl Bowl prepared team, and Mac Jones played his ass off. So they didn't get the W, but that's something to look forward to. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, I like his progression. And if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm also not worried about barely winning this because it's Bill Belichick. Like, you won a tight game where you had your players step up when they needed to to win it. So like you're you're yeah history you're and the history shows You'll with the Patriots they've always been a defensive team they've had Brady but that defense has yeah. always been there for Brady so they'll be yeah, fine exactly we went on to the next one um, this one shocked me a little bit the Rams versus Seahawks we did talk about it a little bit so we don't need to harp too much um, Rams win thirty Seahawks thirteen pretty sure I picked the Seahawks to win it in a close game. And they lost it, and kind of a blowout. Um, a lot to do with that Rams offense clicking, which was very surprising. And then the Seahawks just getting kind of tortured by that Rams defense. I don't know if you've seen the <laughs> clip of Gino I think yelling, oh, my oh God. shit, when Aaron <laughs> oh my Donald was running at him. Yeah, it was like something like that. Mm-hmm. I That's yes. how we would all react if we saw that man running at us. Um, and I think they they got the better of him. Yeah, that's got a better quarterback early. from the Rams. Matt Stafford just getting out there, understanding – Okay, Cooper Cup's out, but I still have other players. I'm just gonna do my job, get them the ball. Yeah, I mean that, and that's what he showed us. Yeah, I'm not gonna treat them like yes, they're bad players. They're, I'm gonna treat them. They do their job. Like they're I get them the ball. I mean, so come did. on. Kyron Williams had his two touchdowns at running back too. I mean, the whole offense was showing up. Yeah, I'm gonna pay close attention to these two next week too, because I want to see like how much was it the Rams being better. And how much, you know yeah. what I'm saying, or was the Seahawks really bad? I don't think they're bad, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to see yeah, I think I'm gonna watch how the this goes next moving week. forward. Yeah. Uh, next one, Sunday night. We did talk about this one quite a bit, too, so we'll keep it somewhat brief. Cowboys win 40-0 against the Giants. It was embarrassing for the Giants. Like, I get it. It was rainy. It was not great conditions. And the Cowboys defense is very, very good. To pit up zero points with a quarterback paid in the top 15, Saquon Barkley, you revamp your offense a decent amount. Nothing. Like, uh, man, if I'm a Giants fan, I am scared. Like, you're not going to face the Giants defense each week, but the fact you pit up absolutely nothing is very scary if you're a fan. Again, we have to respect the Cowboys defense. They look terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the team couldn't do – I mean, Saquon Barkley – did his thing. I'll give him credit there. Not enough to score points, obviously. But, I mean, 
that defense looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they play the okay. Jets next week. I guess uh, we might see another one. I we might see another shot. We mu- we I very well might see. Yeah. Cuz uh, if you were to compare the Bills defense to the Cowboys, take yeah. the Cowboys 99% of the time. The Bills defense is a very elite defense. The Cowboys are just on the next level yes. when it comes to turnovers and taking advantage they of these not the great quarterback. quarterbacks. They get back there. They, absolutely. So, Zach Wilson he, might be in for a very rough week, too. Moving on to our final one. Um, we did talk about this one quite a bit, too. Um, so we can kind of go through it relevantly quickly. But Jets win 22-16 to 16 against the Bills. It was already probably going to be an upset. And then you throw in the fact that Zach Wilson went in and still won it. You, you, you got to give the Jets credit. Yeah, overcoming adversity no like that is just not expected. I mean... One of the no. one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, Aaron Rodgers, goes down, and you have to put Zach Wilson out there. I lose all hope if I'm anyone on that team, a coach. Yeah. But the defense didn't let that get to him. I mean, they didn't bat an eye. They didn't bat an eye. They said, look, they cared that less. has nothing to do with us. Yeah, <laughs> Either, I'm that playing as Josh Allen one way or another. Anything. It doesn't it matter. It almost looked like their coaches said that. No, on the sideline, like you go out there do your job. You're yeah. gonna have to do the same job even if he was playing. So go do that. I mean, yeah. kudos to them. I hope, I hope they play just as well against the Cowboys. They could too, because I don't think Dak's that great personally. They could play very, very good against Dak, and that could yeah. be a nail biter where they win with a similar score. Where it's like b- below twenty five for each team, and Match one team just kind of in that game. Sweeps uh, C.D. Lamb and Sauce yeah. Gardner. Absolutely, Gardner. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I, I love Sauce. Man. He's too, so man. fun to watch. <laughs> he he's a lock. Um, but yeah, that wraps up the recap. Week one was amazing. I don't know if I mentioned it. I went four and zero in my fantasy leagues. We got the, yeah. I hit the upset. You hit the upset. A lot of our predictions were pretty good. Um, it, it's exciting. Football is fully Hell back, yeah. and I right. love it. Um, before we wrap up the pod, though, I do want to talk about UFC 293. I'm pretty big into UFC. Yes. DeAndre, you've been getting into it pretty recently too. Um, the the card in general, it it was solid. Uh, Tua Taivosa, Tua, whatever his name is, um, he's a gatekeeper for the heavyweight. He was the co-main or before the main um, he, if he fights for the title he just always lose if he fights a legit person yeah. he'll probably get knocked out because his chin's not there he can still surprise some people with his fit hands but I mean the main the main storyline of this card is Sean Strickland dominating yeah, like, the champ I'm, is he I'm an American I gotta go for the, <laughs> the town hero or whatever but I expected Izzy to come out there and at least you know make it a make it a fight he, it, it wasn't. It was an ass whooping. Like I think Izzy probably won the second round, but the other rounds were so lopsided. It was yes. It it didn't make sense. Like as far as like upsets go, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely not the biggest odds upset in UFC history. As far as performance, yes. I feel like it's the biggest upset in UFC history. Like he whooped his ass. It didn't make any yes. sense. He was like yelling fight. at him I in the last like, 10 fight. seconds or 20 like seconds The whole to fight. time, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, 
Like, you are the champ. That last round, there yeah. is no way in hell he thought he was winning that. And you go out and you just still lay flat like that? Like, yes. He yeah. looked like Strick- a shell of himself. So, Strickland, like, I feel like, I don't know. He he gained confidence throughout the fight, obviously. But is he? I don't know. I'm not a, I'm going to say now, I'm not an Izzy fan anymore. He let me down there. I didn't bet on him at all, but what the fuck was that? I don't know. Yeah. I I wasn't a fan of him at first, and then he he was kind of tra- turning one of those people who was like himself, so I was kind of starting to like him. Um, I liked Loved his that. Alex yes. Pereira beef and how he came back and won it the second time. I loved that. Hit yes. him with his signature move, too, with the arrows. That was sick. Um, but then Duplessis won a fight, yeah. so he was supposed to be the one that challenged him next. And the way he oh, would talk to right. him in the ring, yeah. I'm not a fan of. Um, that was crazy. The way he was talking, dude, that was way too – that was stupid. I did not like that at all. A lot of people did not mm-hmm. like that, including numerous people in the UFC. Um, I instantly lost respect for him during that. I didn't – I wouldn't say, like, I was like, oh, I'm not a fan anymore. But then you come out this fight after yeah. acting wild like that, and you just get your ass like, – what are you doing? Dude? Yeah, man. Like, it, was, it was sad. I'm just a Kevin like, Hollins fan, man. I don't That's know. It's <laughs> – yeah, Kevin Hollis, he's a stud. I'm I'm a Gaethje fan. I love Gaethje. Um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Won all his fights. Kudos to Sean Strickland at the same time. He, he, yep, he won all his fights. He got knocked out by Pereira. I think that was his last loss. And once I saw that, I was, yeah, I sold all my stocks on Strickland. I thought that was kind of it for him. I thought he was gonna be a gatekeeper. Whether it was on him performing good or yeah, he performing definitely. bad, he won the belt. I mean, he looked. Congrats he to him. He looked dominant. That. That fucking fight. I don't know. He looks scary. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens next. Some people are saying this that Izzy shouldn't get an instant rematch. Um, kind of let the division reset a little bit. I always think no matter what, if the champ loses, they should get yeah. their instant rematch. No matter what. I hope um, he gets. I hope he gets I'm his rematch. To, see how it goes, though. Um, to redeem himself. Like what? You can't go up. Like you. I'd rather yeah. see him go out there, fight his ass off, and like get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, he just rolled he over. He cannot come out there like that again. If you do, your your fans, you're 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 losing fans, you're losing respect. Like before this fight, he was, yes, arguably the greatest yes, in that division of all time. Like you like can make a solid argument for it. Heavily for him, heavily with him, because everyone think, is thinking you're so great. Then you just roll over like that, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, next week, there's a fight night. Uh, Shenchenko versus Grasso. Shenchenko is one of my favorite fighters. She's my favorite uh, women fighter. Um, honestly, she's probably my second or third favorite fighter. She's fighting back for her belt after losing it, which is weird they're doing on a fight night. Um, so next week, I'll probably touch on that a little bit too. Uh, but we're going to release another episode probably Thursday or Friday. We'll preview the week again. Um, this is kind of the plan we have where we preview and then we recap. Um, that was kind of be the rhythm for the moment. The goal is to get them up Monday and Thursday night, if not yep, Tuesday, Friday. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we're still really new at this. We're gonna have learning curves. We're gonna have days where we might have to upload a day late. Um, yep. Yeah, that's I mean, just what it's about. Progression. Progression. We're getting there. It's been great so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, until our uh, preview, we're out.